0: This episode is just gonna be released a little late tonight. Was watching some of the Monday night football with the Steelers versus the Bears. It was exciting when it Came down to the wire, uh, going down to the big uh, kick from the Steelers, and you know what? You were thinking that the Bears could get that final kick off, final kick field goal to try and get it. It was a tough one, 65 yards, uh, but fell short. But the uh, Steelers ended up. Winning against the Bears it was a good game. I will say that um, you know Justin Fields put on a good show and definitely put in a fight against the Steelers. Uh, but it has been an exciting weekend, not just NFL, NBA, NHL. I like to start off with congratulating the Atlanta Braves on winning the World Series. Jorge Soler winning the World Series MVP. Series went to six, uh, which I thought it was going to with my predictions. I was leaning towards the Astros. I kind of did hint, hey, it's not over yet. The the Braves definitely do have their chance. First World Series since 1995, uh, but remarkable uh, season uh, when you look at it. And when you looked at uh, comparing their record to the other teams, they had the worst record out of like the Red Sox, the Astros, uh, the Tampa Bay, uh, as well as the Yankees, but just remarkable what they did. They got the revenge against... Uh, The Dodgers, um, they got their World Series. They definitely felt like they should have been there last year. Congratulations to Martin Freeman as well and to, again, the whole organization. Just a remarkable season. And you know what, this was a remarkable year for baseball and just great for me as a Red Sox fan. It was good, better than expected, especially going to the ALCS. And you were thinking, you know what, we may have a chance to go to the World Series. I thought so as well. And I definitely was good with my final four. Unfortunately, my final two was wrong Astros and Braves. But overall, a great season. Uh, MLB awards are being. Uh, Released, we just had the Golden Gloves uh, released, and then uh, Silver Sluggers and the the Hardware MVP Cy Young's. The big awards uh, will be coming out, so we'll be seeing that. Two Blue Jays are up for the finals MVP, Ray for uh, Cy Young, so that is uh, great to see. Now, those are the AL uh, Cy Young and MVPs, uh, NLS will be re, uh, released as well for the finalists or have been, but again, um, we'll go into more of that on Wednesday uh, with those details. But again, remarkable, uh, definitely well deserved, especially with Vladimir Guerrero with the season that he had and also helping out with uh, getting his team there. And you know, the Jays did have a good season as well, but you know, it's it's a question of who's going to be. Uh, there silver slugger is always going to be interesting as well. Uh, hopefully Xander Bogarts gets his fourth Devers. I believe who should get his first, uh, at the first at third base. So we'll see how this goes. Definitely was a great year, uh, for some hitters and definitely will be, you know, a lot of competition as it goes forward. But overall, was very excited with, uh, this MLB season. Um, but you know what? It's gonna be an exciting off-season as well. We'll see what free agency is gonna be like um, as we get closer and closer to the meetings uh, that they usually happen for the off-season. I will start talking about the, the trades, uh, releases, as well as any signings. Cause you know what? It's always about money, right? When it comes to baseball, cause we always want to see who's gonna get the big bucks. And baseball has always shown, like multiple, multiple times, that you know what owners will just spend money just to make sure they're trying to be competitive and you know, the last few years you've seen it with, especially with San Diego the Yankees, it's always going to be the Yankees Yankees always spend the most out of majority of the teams uh, in the MLB it's just remarkable as well as the Dodgers, the Dodgers will be spending money as well to see, re-signing the Astros too, that's going to be key, who's going to be signing where, who's going to be re-signing with their old teams but you know it's it's always big with uh, free agency. But I will keep you up to date as that's going forward uh, later on in the year. Because now it's off season. Well, fall fall leagues will start uh, as well. Then you got your spring training. But it, it's definitely going to be exciting to uh, see how everything is going to be going forward. Now it has been an exciting week. Uh, for the NFL, um, you know, I did do my picks and I released them on my Instagram page. Wasn't really the best week for my NFL picks because um, I'm going to start off with that and lead into a little bit more what's going on. Um, but you know what? My picks were not the best when we looked at it here. It went two and three first time in a couple weeks that I actually did experience a tough road for that. Um, I did like the matchups that I did pick. I'm not going to argue against that. They were good picks. Um, Definitely thought, you know, the Cowboys would at least show up against the Broncos. You would think that, you know, the Bengals who have been playing well, who have been playing extremely well, coming off big wins, especially against the Ravens, um, that they would hopefully... Uh, pull out a win as well, but unfortunately they did not. Um, Lots of upsets this week, as you know. The Jaguars beat the Bills. Titans came through against the Rams. That was a uh, big one there, Um, and you know what? You would think when you're watching it that you would think without Derrick Henry, they put a lot of pressure on uh, Ryan Tannenhill, but the defense stepped up big. They played all. They played in all good areas in all three aspects of his special teams as well. Stafford played a bad game. That's when you look at it. Stafford did play a bad game, but that was due to the Titans' defense getting the pressure, throwing two picks, one of them for pick six. So that's always tough to see uh, right away, and you know, right away they were down fourteen, nothing. It was kind of like you know what we expected with the Colts, but just you know the Titans were able to hold on and close out the lead. Um, but it was, overall, a unusual weekend, but exciting as well, especially when you get those upset picks. Chargers did bounce back against the Eagles, winning 27-24. to um, Patriots beating the Panthers, and they beat them uh, very big as well. So that was, you know, good to see. And now, I'm not going to get political into this episode because I know Lots of stuff has been going on. Um, Chiefs and the Packers played Sunday night. You know, you get up Mahomes, you get Rogers. Unfortunately, Rogers was out due to testing positive for COVID. And I know that the media and everything has been, you know, blowing things up with previous pr- previous press conference with him saying that when he was asked if he was vaccinated, he said, "Yes, I'm immunized." You know, kind of leaning towards that he was vaccinated, not following protocols. So, those will be reported, and I'm sure you'll hear ESPN, NFL Network, as well as other uh, sporting outlets talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he has done. At the end of it, yes, what is done is done, and we've all heard his expression on his opinions on towards you know COVID, this the vaccine. He gave his opinions, and you know what? And his opinions, it is his choice whatever at the same time too he could have just said it's it's i I don't i'm not vaccinated that's how i'm looking at it if you just said that you just gave your opinion and you know what that you were still willing to follow the protocols fine by me but all could have been averted by just saying hey i'm not vaccinated be done with it but he was out so he doesn't play may not be back and may not be back this week all depends on what his testing is uh later on Earliest he can come back is this Saturday and could be starting. So you had Jordan Love starting. Wasn't the best game. One, not because of Jordan Love. One is because the Chiefs are just a disaster. That's what it's looking at. Like, the Chiefs are just a disaster. And it's it's tough. That's when you're looking at it here. It is just tough to watch because, you know, the offense isn't clicking. Um, Holmes is just making arrogant throws, not making completions, not looking like he's comfortable in the pocket. It's just they do not like, look like the old Chiefs from before. It could be that, like I've talked about in previous pov- podcasts, that the book is out on them. People know how to play against them. Um, it's also the fact that it could be a down year. Look how successful he has been since he became the starter. So it's definitely been unusual. Uh, to see, see the Chiefs like this, but with the rest of the AFC kind of getting better, like the Bills aren't. Bills are kind of having a down year. Josh Allen's having a down year, especially without him playing quarterback and running back. Um, so it's like the rest of the AFC is kind of getting together. We've seen the improvements from other teams. But the book I think is kind of out on the Kansas City Chiefs at the moment, just with the way things are going, how they're playing against, they're putting pressure on Mahomes, making him move, making him make those bad decisions. So it's kind of interesting to see how the league has adapted uh, to Mahomes. But you know, the game, you know, the game could have been a lot better. It was just a disaster. Um, the Chiefs just got lucky that. Jordan Love, who is starting for the first time, did not play great. I'm sure if Jordan Love had the offseason pre- preparations, um, had everything worked out for himself, I'm pretty sure the Packers are winning. Just when you look at it, because again, it's hard to develop timings. You're watching, you watch Aaron Rodgers do his stuff, but you're not developing those timings with those wide receivers. You're doing things with the practice squad and the second stringers, and you're not really getting that familiarity with uh, the the teammates and everything because with the starting offense it's it's hard to get to that but you know it it's called progression you know it takes time but we'll we'll see how everything goes going forward um, but again unusual weekend we know Aaron Rodgers um, but football with the upsets that's where it was it was it was definitely key it was definitely kind of good to see those upsets but it was great. Uh, to see that, so we'll see what this weekend is. Wednesday I'll be doing my picks. Uh, currently sitting at 25 and 20 at the moment. Um, hopefully I can get myself moving again uh, with that, but you know what? It it is what it is. But hopefully five and zero. Let's hopefully I can get another five and zero week as well. So we'll we'll see. Uh, NBA, definitely been an exciting week for the NBA. I'm definitely going to talk a little bit, get into that, um, especially when I'm going to break down each conference, looking at every team. I'm going to be talking about the NHL as well, because I remember two episode, uh, an episode back, I talked about the undefeated for the NBA, because we had f- not NBA, NBA, NHL. We had four undefeated teams for the NHL. Um, but today, I'll, or sorry, right now I'll talk about the NBA, and then I'll get into the NHL with breaking down the teams, rosters, not sorry, not rosters, but uh, wins, losses, rankings, how each team is looking right now, who I'm expecting to improve as the season goes on. I should I guess I should have worded that a little bit better as I was talking, but, you know, it, it happens. I sometimes struggle with words. Uh, but uh, talking with the NHL, so far the season has been great. Um, you know, it, it's been changes. They've made changes to the fouls, you know. They're making it more NBA, what it used to be like if you were growing up in the 90s, late 80s. like The fouls that you see that were so easily given over the last decade, decade or so um, are not there. They're definitely making it harder for the players to get those shots at the free throw, which is great to see. You saw Draymond Green give his expressions on how he's enjoying this NBA because some of the fouls you would get were just ridiculous. But the fact that the NBA made those changes, making it better. You're already seeing players, you're already seeing the fans enjoy it because it's just great to see those fouls that you get last year, especially with those, you know, making those jump attempts and throwing the body into it. You're not seeing those. You're seeing those get restricted, which is great because you're seeing players who would take advantage of that, like Harden, Lillard, sometimes LeBron. You see a lot of players... Do that, and they're taking that away, which is just great uh, for that. And you know what? It's it's improving. Again, I have talked about how fans are liking it, so definitely going to be looking forward to it. Now, going to the standings. Um, right now, we're seeing the Heat. Heat right now is. Best team in the East. You have the Sixers, and you have the Nets, and you have the Wizards rounding out the top four, sitting at seven-two, eight and three, seven-three and seven-three, and then seven-three for the Wizards. Uh, surprising team that's doing very well. Um, the Wizards, the Bulls, Cavaliers, those are all playing well. Now, what will that say near the end? It's hard to predict what these teams are like. The Wizards they'd get better, but are they going to be consistent? The Bulls, I do like that team. That team actually is going to, I think, going to be in the playoffs. I like DeRozan. I like Frikovich. I do like Levine. I also do like uh, Caruso on that team. They do have good pieces. They also have Williams as well. But, you know, they definitely have the spot to get themselves to the playoffs. The Knicks will carry over from what they did last year. I think they'll be back into the playoffs. Heat, Sixers, Nets, yes, they'll be in the playoffs. Raptors, I think, will come back to the playoffs. Uh, I think they'll be at the bottom. Uh, a couple of teams that I'm disappointed in. The Bucks. listen, it's the beginning of the season. They'll be back into the playoffs. The Hawks, the Celtics, I am a little disappointed for the way they've started. I know there's been some disgruntled uh, teammates on the Celtics at the moment we saw Marcus Smart make his comments towards Brown and Tatum so we'll see how that improves Uh, but when you're looking at it here the teams that I see in the playoffs should be the Heat, Sixers, Nets, the Bulls I'm going with I'm going to go with the Knicks I'm liking the Raptors and you should see the Bucks and the Hawks uh, sorry, Bucks and the Celtics back in. So those should be your eight teams there. And look at the Hawks, and I'm going to say the probably the Wizards to be there to compete uh, for those nine and ten spots as well. So you'll see that there. But I am liking what I am seeing so far with the season. It's been exciting. Um, look for things to change as the season goes on. For those teams that you're seeing on the outside looking in, they'll be on the inside. We're going to get to that point at the halfway where we're going to see the contenders versus the pretenders and everything start to separate themselves. And it's looking good. It is. It, it's looking good for the East. Everything is a little closer together and growing, but things will separate. And, you know, this draft class that they ha- had for the NBA it's definitely helping teams improve, um, especially with Moseley for the Cavaliers, Scotty Barnes for the Raptors. Uh, Suggs is o- doing okay with... Uh, The Magic key will just improve as it goes on and more. But definitely looking forward to this uh, season. Now going over to the West, we are seeing the Warriors at the top. We see the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Suns, Grizzlies, Clippers, Nuggets. Um, That's looking good. Teams that are off to a slow uh, one. Um, the Trailblazers could be better. Them and the Lakers are at the bottom, but they're on the outside looking and look for them to get back to that little spot. But now this is going to be interesting to uh, see. Hopefully, Denver gets back to the top. Jazz are playing very well, Mavs are playing good. Um, the West is, I wouldn't say balanced, uh, but it is. But the Lakers are struggling at the moment with injuries. Look for them to get closer back to, to where they were. Warriors, they're Klay Thompson away from even being better than what they are. And they're 8-1 and one at the moment, and it's remarkable what they're doing, and they're without Klay Thompson, um, which they have been the last couple of years, but look for them to get better. Um, the Jazz are still in the same spot, still playing well. Rudy Gobert, definitely looking greatest potential repeat of Defensive Player of the Year. Suns, um, look for them to continue on. Hopefully they can get back to the NBA Finals or at least compete and make it deep again into the playoffs. Clippers, we know they'll be there. It's a matter of how is Kawhi and how is Paul George going to be playing as the season goes on. Gri- Grizzlies, they like it. Um, will things change? Probably. Um, They've made some changes, but you know, again, like I talked about with the East, we'll see those teams that we know that have always been there get themselves back, and we know the Grizzlies can be a playoff team, and again, I mentioned the Blazers, now if we're looking at the bottom, Rockets, Pelicans, Spurs, Thunder, you know what, Timberwolves, Timberwolves have always been a disappointment, you always hope for them to improve, but unfortunately it's not going to be happening, they're just going to be struggling, so we'll see how... The season progresses, and as again, we get to that halfway point where we're going to see the separations from all those teams. Uh, if I were to pick my eight, like I did with uh, the Ma- uh, the East Warriors, Jazz, Mavericks, Suns, uh, Clippers, Nuggets, that's what I'm liking so far for six. If I'm going to be picking an additional two, Blazers should be there. They should. And as well as the Lakers, those are your eight. Now, if I'm looking for my additional ten to compete and get themselves in, Memphis, like I have before, and if I'm if I'm picking another team, it might as well be Sacramento. They're playing pretty good. They are, uh, but look for them as well. You can even say, depending on what the injuries are like and how this affects the Lakers, you can probably swap out the Grizzlies for the Lakers, and the Lakers could be playing on the uh, playing tournament. But right now, Memphis. Sacramento. I'm looking at the 9 and 10 spot for them to get into the playoffs. But overall, it's been exciting the first couple of weeks of basketball. A lot of upsets, a lot of teams playing evenly, and you are seeing the growth of a lot of players as well. And the Raptors are playing, you know, better than what I expected. Siakam is back. Uh, we'll see them Wednesday night. They're playing in Boston, so that's going to be good. They'll be playing uh, three games and uh, four nights. Uh, this week as well as Pistons on Saturday so Wednesday Thursday and then they're playing on Saturday which will be great uh, this week we'll see you know we'll see some challenges for them we saw them play against uh, the Nets which was a good challenge offense is going to be the struggle we need to see who's going to be getting the most of the points great to see back. we'll see how Things progress because Siakam will start warming himself up, start getting himself back into basketball shape. He is in shape, but just getting himself used to playing on the floor and everything, getting himself back up to the lineup. Raptors are still missing a traditional center, which is the one thing that does concern. They have great length, but fighting in the paint is where the struggle is going to be for them the most season, just like last season. So they'll be playing with length. But size is the concern for this Raptors team. But they do have Kim Birch who can play. But as much as I like Precious and Boucher, they both This the size. That's the problem as well. So we will see how everything goes for the season for the Raptors they will have to probably make some trades or some acquisitions uh, maybe give up some capital as well to get that center so we will see but overall very happy with the way the NBA season is going now going to the NHL which I did discuss I did discuss the NHL season as well a couple episodes back I did talk about four teams uh, Blues Oilers as well as the Panthers and Uh, The Hurricanes uh, for uh, records, because, you know, that's what we were looking at. Uh, Before tonight, the Panthers had not lost in regulation. They lost their first game today in regulation. So every team has lost in regulation now. Um, Panthers, again, were the last team there. They fell to the Washington Capitals. But overall, when you look at each division, um, everyone is just playing Extremely well. Um, Panthers are in the lead, 10-1 and 1. Uh, Hurricanes are 9-1, and, and then we're looking at the Wild sitting at 8-3 atop the Central, and Oilers who are playing phenomenally. Connor McDavid's playing lights out as well. They're sitting at 9-1. So the first 10, 11 games have been good. Um, each division, I talked about it. Who else? Kind of liking. Uh, kind of made my playoff predictions sort of. I should probably write this stuff down as I'm recording it, but hey, I have it recorded here on the podcast and all that. Um, But looking at it here, um, when you're seeing it, all of it's going. Now, there are some teams that are not playing up to their standards. Um, Now, the Leafs, I remember, again, a couple episodes I talked about what was wrong with the Leafs, getting that fight back, playing a little bit better. They're now above 500, which is great, sitting at 7-5. and five. They lost tonight to the LA Kings. But, you know, you're seeing the teams that we expect to be good to start now getting themselves back to the right spot. Again, it's it's only 11, 12 games into the season. Um, definitely, you know, you, you can't really expect them to win and be at that Stanley Cup level now let them grow, because every team has made their acquisition, some teams are getting older, like the Bruins, Penguins, who can, are kind of off to a struggle right now, they're their worst team in their division right now, Crosby coming back, COVID has played a factor for some teams, especially with protocol, which we've seen the last couple years, so, well, yeah, you can say the last couple years, at least a year and a half right now, but it actually has been, you know, a struggle for some teams, but Everything is back with protocols, and so teams should be expecting. Hey, this is how it's going. Um, but overall, you know, Panthers, Leafs, Lightning, uh, even you know, you should see them start getting themselves back. The Metro is right now uh, the best division uh, right now in the East, and if we're looking at the West. Um, the Central right now will show that as well, especially with the Wild, the Blues, the Jets, the Preds, the Stars, the Avalanche. The Avalanche, we know it can be better. Some teams are off to a slow start. You can't, you know, lose. Uh, you can't, sorry, you can't miss out on the playoffs at the beginning, but you can make it a little bit difficult to fight for it at the end. Uh, you can definitely potentially lose the chance at winning the division, um, but right now, you know, depending on what team you are, you're going to be... Fighting for. So, again, just like how I was talking about with the NBA, when you get to that halfway point, you're going to see the contenders and pretenders starting to separate and everything start to balance themselves back into order. Then you'll see the playoff picture get there. But, you know what? It definitely has been interesting this uh, NHL season. The Edmonton Oilers, who I talked about, you know, it's great what they're doing now, but it's come, you know, late April, May, June. the, you know, making that run into the playoffs, just like the Leafs. Can we see that there? Blues, we've seen, Blues, Pens. You know, we, we all seen them in the Capitals, all seen them win the Cup in the last couple of years. Tampa Bay, back to back. You know, it's all about can these teams make a run? We like to see the Avalanche there. Can we see the Oilers get there? Can we see you know the Leafs get there? Are we gonna have a Canadian team back in the Cup? Can we get it back to back? We saw what the Canadians did last year. Can the Oilers get there? Can the Flames get there? Can the Jets make there? Can the Leafs finally win a first round in the playoffs? Mm, possibly, up and down, it's hard to say. But it definitely will be interesting as the season goes on. I will keep you updated as always. And, you know, it might be some time to start doing some picks as well. But right now, it's enjoyable to watch right now. It's, it's hard to see my Penguins be this way uh, with the way their record is, but you know what? Things have happened. Things have changed uh, before. I've seen them at the bottom and go on to win the Cup. I'm not saying they are, but, you know, anything could happen as the season progresses. That, that's sports. Again, you're not a Stanley Cup winner in the first 10 games about how you finish the season and how you make that deep run into the playoffs to win the Cup. So I'll keep the season updated, and you know what? I'll, I'll even make some predictions down the road. Uh, but overall, this has been a great season to start for the NHL, the NBA. Uh, well, we're now down to three of the major four sports right now. As you know, baseball finished with the World Series. Um I will be discussing some college football on Wednesday because I have not talked about college football lately. I will catch up on some PGA, some golf. No LPGA events this past weekend. Uh, PGA happened this weekend, the OHL Classic. Victor Hovland uh, winning uh, 4-under for the final round and winning a total of 23-under, beating out Ortiz, Thomas, and Scheffler. Uh, Definitely looked like it was a good tournament for that matchup. Hovland, who has always been in contention for many tournaments, especially last season, making himself there, uh, played very well. Kind of wasn't uh, at the best at the Ryder Cup, but overall played extremely well last season. Hopefully can get some more wins, get himself into contention for a major. That will be great. He's been in those top tens. He's definitely made himself get there, but it's always been, you know, a struggle to try and Get closer and closer to raising those. I the Claire jug or those trophies are getting that green jacket. Well, hopefully, this season he can get to that uh, as well. Let me just take a look at some notable Canadians. Nick Taylor finished 10 under. Uh, we had Sevenson, uh, 8 under. Let me just take a look at Adam Sevenson uh, from Canada. Let me just take a look where he's from. Looks like he's from Surrey, British Columbia. Uh, Definitely, I'll keep an eye on him as well. Definitely was great to have lots of Canadians in the tournament. Always more and more. Hopefully a Canadian can close out this year and win a major. We'll see how that goes. Adam Hadwin finished at 7-under. Roger Sloan, 3-under. Let me just take a look here. Just see, uh, Pedrith was in there while he didn't make it into the cut. So definitely, you know, nice appearance with the Canadians this weekend. And we have the Houston Open going on this weekend. As we get closer, actually Wednesday I'll talk about that because the field should be out in the times for that tournament. So we'll definitely catch up on that as well as the LPGA Um, The next tournament, which is this weekend, Pelicans Women's Championship. I'll get into that on Wednesday as well. With the field, we'll see how Brooke Henderson's going to be doing as well. Um, Because as you know, their their championships or sorry, their majors are already done, but they're getting closer to uh, their season uh, ending and then restarting again, just like the PGA has gone forward. But definitely exciting uh, with golf and everything going on. A lot of tournaments have been postponed with the LPGA, so that's why it's kind of been quiet over the last couple of weeks. Some of them have gone over to the European Tour uh, to see play in some of those tournaments. So, the LPGA should be resuming back, because the last one was uh, BMW Ladies' Championship, which was back in October. So, here we are, November the 11th. So, we'll see them back at Pelican Golf Club. So, Definitely catch up on that over the next two episodes. Go over to Tea Times and the matchups on Wednesday. And then uh, next week, recap them as well. Always including uh, PGA winners and LPGA winners and my top 10 performers. performers, Because you know what? It's always great what they do. It's always lights out. Just because it's them on the course. Them always fighting the odds against everyone else. It's always them. So... Always great to see. Uh, So Wednesday's episode of the podcast, um, because I know just wanted to catch up on this, missed out on last week. Again, no top 10. Uh, So Wednesday's episode of the podcast, I will make my picks, talk about the LPGA and LPGA uh, tee times and matchups for the week. Uh, Also... Uh, Catching up on some NCAA. I will talk a little bit about English Premier League. Catch up on Champions League, uh, which happened last week. Again, busy week, busy weekend. Um, Also, one thing I'm going to talk about is... uh, One thing I wanted to get here, but I didn't get a chance to talk about tonight. uh, Women's professional hockey. Trying to get their own league. Get themselves set up. Get into more on that as well. Just because... um, I know for the last few years trying to get their own league, they've had success then collapse. They've had leagues start up and then fold. Matter of time, are just trying to get their league as well and get themselves there because they do need to have that, get themselves to the point like the WNBA. You know, they, they do try to get that success and see it grow, and I'll discuss that more on Wednesday's episode of the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed uh, tonight's episode. It might seem a little rushed. I do apologize. Lots to cover again. Some of this is going to carry over to Wednesday's episode of the podcast as well. And I'll be doing a top 10 performers of the week. I'll include some from last week as well. It'll be a mixture of the last two weeks. So definitely we'll be looking forward to discussing that. Maybe Scotty Barnes is on there. We will see. Um, But lots to cover on Wednesday's episode. So it will be a nice busy long one. So I hope... Uh, You enjoy it. And again, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode as well. So have a good night. Uh, Enjoy your week. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.